Have you dreamed about opening a boutique since childhood? Maybe you have a store, but now you're ready to expand. Well, guess what? You're in exactly the place where you're meant to be. Welcome to the Boost Your Boutique Podcast, hosted by Emily Benson, retail boutique consultant, best-selling author, and a motivational speaker. In this podcast, you'll learn how to manage your boutique better, have balance in your life, and learn from experts who care. So whether you've been in the business for decades or you're just getting started, it's important to get help from someone who's been there and someone who's going to coach you along the way. So head over to BoostYourBoutique.com to learn more today. And now, here's Emily. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Boost Your Boutique podcast. I'm Emily Benson, your host and best friend on this journey through boutique land. And on this episode, I'm excited to introduce you to one of my very good friends. She's someone that I met when I stepped outside of my comfort zone. Maybe you've met a friend like that where you're like, ooh, I'm in this place where... (laughs) I'm not super comfortable. There's all these sort of intimidating people, even though I know I'm a powerhouse, I know my worth. I'm still in a situation where maybe I don't feel super comfortable. (laughs) And there's these people here who I'm like, wow, they're doing great. Or wow, you know, they seem to be someone who are farther ahead than I am, farther along. No, you've been in that space. I've definitely been in those rooms. I put myself in those rooms intentionally to meet amazing people like Andy Love, who I'm interviewing today on the podcast. Because here's the thing, when you put yourself in rooms with other like-minded people who are on the same path as you, you are guaranteed to meet the most incredible souls, the most uplifting community. I really, in starting this online coaching, consulting job, I didn't really have a community when I first started out. I had a couple friends. I had, you know, really had like one or two good friends. I started going to events where I was a little bit outside my comfort zone. I was in a more spiritually minded space. I was with people who were yoga teachers and therapists and channels and chiropractors. And I was like, I'm just a retail girl. (laughs) I've made friends that truly care about me, who check in on me, who we connect on a business level, we connect on a personal level. And Andy Love is one of those people. Andy is a highly trained spiritual success coach who works with female entrepreneurs to spark breakthrough personal and business growth. She holds a master's degree in transpersonal counseling psychology and has made it her mission to redefine how the coaching world is teaching the ways to success and co-creating. And what I will tell you is that in this interview, Andy talks so much about how she has created her own success, how she has defined what her work-life balance looks like, and how she's grown her Instagram to this massive number, this beautiful place that feels aligned, that feels easy, that feels... Like it's not hard. Like so many of us are sitting here saying social media is hard. It's the enemy. It's always changing the algorithm, this, the algorithm, that. And listen, Andy in this interview is going to tell you how that's all bullshit and how that is not how she sees it. She sees it as a place to connect with people. She sees it as a community. She truly is the host 
of her own Instagram account. And that is the way we all need to be looking at it. So in this episode, she's going to give you tips, tricks. I mean, Andy's just a total rock star. She's someone who you should know, you should follow because she is a rising star in the world of just being awesome and giving back and holding space for people. And she's incredible. So I really hope you enjoy this interview. She's one of my favorite people on the planet. I really love her so much and she's smart. She knows what she's doing. So I brought her on the podcast to uh, share her wisdom with you. So I hope you enjoy this interview. All right, Andy, welcome to the Booster Boutique Podcast. Hi. (laughs) I would love for you to just do a little intro of yourself and introduce yourself to my people. Cool. Well, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here and I'm excited to talk to your people. It's funny, lately when people have been asking me to introduce myself, I'm like, what do I do? What do I call myself? I've been in like this weird phase of like struggling with that title. But, you know, really when I think about who I am and what I do, I, my real mission and passion is just to help women really step into the truth of who they are and really be embodied in that energy. And so that, that embodiment can be infused into their businesses, their lives, their relationships with their friends, their families, et cetera. So I really like to think about myself as more of like a facilitator of that transformation as opposed to like a coach or a teacher. And yeah. And so I'm excited to share a little bit of that, that goodness with your group today. So good. I mean, I feel like for you, that embodiment piece of it is so well manifested as a space online. Like I always know what to expect when I come to your page, when I come to your group, you know, you're so consistent about who you are and, and what you represent. And I feel like that has to come from some knowingness of like what you want to show up as in the world. Yeah, no, it's, and it's funny because this word embodiment, like I've been seeing it, like I've been seeing it online, like more and more and more. And it's exciting because I think people are kind of waking up to like, what does it mean when we really embody, like when we think about what the word even means, like, what does it really mean when we really embody like who we are and what we're meant here to do, which I think is also why I've been struggling with like the title that I call myself, because I'm like, some of these words aren't like representational of like what it is that I actually do. So, so yeah, the embodiment piece is huge for me and it's really kind of the foundation of everything that I talk about and teach and do in my work. And so cool. You and I met because we're both spirit junkie girls in the Gabby Bernstein world, but for real, like you launched your business a couple of years ago and one of the biggest drivers of your growth has been Instagram. Yeah. Like the Instagram queen on Instagram. (laughs) Instagram is my jam. I love it. Nothing better ever happened to Instagram. It is, it is my favorite tool for social and personal aspects really. Yeah. And I feel like it's funny. A lot of my people say that Instagram is mystified. Like they don't get it. They don't, they're not into it. So like, I would love for you to give people a little bit of confidence around like, what are we using Instagram for? Why are we using it? And who else is on there using it? Yeah. So it's really funny. I've only been real active on Instagram for two years. Wow. Which is crazy. So I launched my business at the beginning of 2016 and I was about 18 months in and I was actually at a Spirit Junkie event 
and I was chatting with someone and they were talking to me about Instagram and I'm like, yeah, you know, I just don't get Instagram. I'm like, it's confusing. I don't get hashtags. Like I don't understand any of it. Like I've been using it kind of, but like it just, I was one of those people that was like, I don't get it. And she said to me, the girl I was talking to was like, oh my God, girl, if you can figure out Instagram, your business is going to explode. And like, she kind of sent me like a couple of resources and she's like, just read the stuff. And I'm like, all right. So I made a commitment at that time that I was going to just start taking time every day to start to understand Instagram, to use Instagram, to show up on Instagram and see how this tool could potentially help me in my business. And I have to tell you... <laughs> I'm so grateful for that conversation because it has been a huge catalyst for me and not only connecting and building relationships with people, but really being able to create a brand of myself, not my product, not my service, not making a sales post on Facebook or in a group and hoping somebody sees it. Although I I do those things, but really to start to use it as a platform to tell my story through photographs. And now we have Instagram, like we have the stories, like at the time, the stories were just coming out, but to really start to say, how can I tell a story every single day to my audience? And so I treat my Instagram as a little mini reality TV show. And people know what my hair looks like in the mornings on the days I wash it or when I don't wash it. They know what my husband and I do. They know what my house looks like, um, what I've eaten for breakfast and they keep coming back for more and more and more. And then within that reality TV show, I have commercials and those commercials are my products and services. And so it's really been an amazing platform for me to be able to start to get to know my audience in a real authentic way where they feel like they know the ins and the outs of the day-to-day life of Andy Love, as opposed to just what I'm selling. And that has been really fun. So, Well, for people who are listening and they're saying, but I don't want to share my whole life or I don't want to be a reality TV star. What advice could you give them to kind of work that line of like, I want to share myself, but I don't want to share too much. I get that Mm -hmm. question all the time. How do you decipher what's too much for you to share? Yeah. I think it's a personal for every person, right? Like I have some clients and they're like, look, like I have my kids, like my husband is not down with the whole social media thing. Or like, I want to be in the moment, right? I don't want to feel like I have to document all the time, which is huge. Like my husband sometimes is like, can you put the damn phone down? Stop filming me. Like, I don't want to be on the Instagram stories today. Right. But so I think, I think there's a fine line. And for me, what I do is I, I get really intentional one about what am I, what am I comfortable sharing versus what am I not? And I think again, that just is some, like some simple self-reflection of like, okay, maybe I don't want to show my face every day, or maybe I don't want people to know what my house looks like. I don't very rarely. Will you see me Instagram storying from my bedroom? Occasionally I might, but I typically don't. So there are certain boundaries that I have for myself with within that context of what's comfortable and what's not. And then also, you know, always asking myself, how can I add value? So maybe it's not always me showing up on the camera, but is there some something of value that I can show up and share that isn't necessarily connected to my product or service. So I'm using it as a platform to let people get to know me and also as a platform of a place of knowledge and inspiration that they can come to if they're seeking something. So my audience really knows what to expect. They're either going to see me traveling, they're going to see me in my yoga clothes, 
they're going to see me with my husband or they're going to see something inspirational. And it's kind of those four categories. And depending on how I feel is how I show up. So there's no real right or wrong, but I think it's a personal thing that people need to lean into and do what's comfortable for them. Otherwise they won't get the result that they're wanting. As a very logical person, I love that you said you have four categories yes, yes. for what you post about. I mean, that makes a lot of sense to me. Mm-hmm. And it gives me a structure because, yeah. again, I think that especially with Instagram, it feels very unstructured. Mm-hmm. So the idea of it being a reality TV show, having commercials, and having the sort of category topics that I'm cool to talk about or show, that makes so much sense to me. Yeah. And if you scroll through my feed, even you'll see a very similar theme, which is really funny because people will say to me, like, if I went to your Instagram, I wouldn't necessarily know that you were quote unquote, a coach or selling something or, you know, and I have a very lucrative business. So I am actually selling all the time. But if you go to my feed and even my story, you're going to see exact, those exact categories that I just talked about. You're going to see travel. You're going to see me with my girlfriends or my clients. You're going to see, you know, inspirational quotes. You're going to see photographs of me and my husband. And there's the same kind of theme. So there's some consistency and continuity, which creates safety with my audience. They, they know what to expect and it's what I'm comfortable with, but dripped in there again, are those commercials like, Hey, by the way, and this is available right now, or that is available, or this is coming up. And so I'm constantly just always keeping that fresh and I'm not posting actually on my feed every day also, which I think is kind of refreshing because sometimes people are like, huh, it takes so long or I don't know what to post or I don't know what to say. You don't have to post every day. Are you someone who is just tired of searching for answers about how to either get your boutique launched or get it to that next place where you feel like it's a real boutique? Maybe you just started last week, last month, six months ago, or you're planning to start very soon and launch your boutique in the next couple of months. I want to tell you about one of my best-selling programs. We've had over 450 people go through Boutique Basics Bootcamp. Why? Because there is so much to know when you open a boutique. And in this course, I give you an easy way to get yourself moving faster, moving in the direction of where you really want your boutique to be with my expert guidance. So I'm happy to tell you that Boutique Basics Bootcamp is open right now. And this is the live version where you get to work with me and my trained coaches through how to figure out who your ideal customer is, why your product assortment may not be selling. And that's the reason you're not making the money you want to make. We go through how to have a killer marketing plan, get your operations going and really launch with success. This is a seven week live coaching course that's open right now. Doors are going to close soon. I want you to join me for the next seven weeks. Let's give you a well thought out boutique business plan. Let's make sure you have the confidence to move forward, executing this plan in real life. And I truly want to make sure that you know who your ideal customer is and that you are serving that person with an amazing product assortment and marketing plan that's easy for you and that will attract all the people who need to see your boutique. All you need to do is head on over to www.boutiquebasicsbootcamp, all one word, com, And you'll get all the details. You'll be able to register there. We have some great bonuses, some great payment plans, all the good stuff. I cannot wait to see you inside Boutique Basics Bootcamp.
It's really about the stories these days. Yeah. And that's my intention of having you on here is to encourage more people to do Instagram yes. stories because we know it helps the algorithm for your feed. Yep. We know it lets people in on your life, but like, how have you managed producing a really great reality show every yeah. day without being on your phone all day, which we both were talking about before is a work in progress of yes, breaking the habit of being on our phones all the time. But so yeah, I have a limit. My screen time on Instagram is limited. I won't really go over an hour and a half a day. And that is just like a non-negotiable boundary again that I've set for myself. I have some clients where they're like, I don't want to do more than 45 minutes. I have others that are like, oh, I'll go three hours, right? It's again, personal preference, checking in with yourself and saying what feels realistic. Because I run my business from my phone and I, my business is very much online, it's not realistic for me to say I can only be on my phone 30 minutes a day. I could try that, but the reality is, is that like, I'm probably going to have, that's probably going to affect my business in a way that I don't desire. So I have found a sweet spot between an hour and 30 to an hour and 45 minutes. And what I do is I don't want to be scrolling on my phone for an hour and 45 minutes at a time. So I, I break that up into 20 to 30 minute time blocks. And I do it typically morning, afternoon, and evening. And some days it's earlier, some days it's later. And I I'm a very diligent planner. So I'm planning my day every night before bed. I'm planning the following day. And I literally plan out my Instagram time. So this morning I got up early and I was on Instagram stories this morning around, it was like, I think my time today was like 7.45 to 8.15 AM. So if you look at my Instagram stories, what you're going to find is you're going to find that there was like one or two stories in the morning. And then I actually did a quick story while I was in the Starbucks drive-through because I got inspired about something. And I was like, well, I'm just sitting here. And so I went on. But when you start to watch my Instagram story, what you're going to see from me is you're going to actually see, oh, she posts in the morning, she posts in the afternoon, and she posts in the evening. So my stories are always running, so they never go empty. But I'm again, I'm intentional about when I'm posting and what I'm posting. And if I'm not feeling like being on the camera that day, that's fine because I can pull out one of those inspirational quotes that I want to share, or I can post something from my archives and that maybe got some good engagement for me in the past. So it's not that I'm always creating something new. And by the end of the day, it's like, okay, I've got 15 stories up there running. They're 15 seconds long each, you know, 30 minute block to kind of post and share, engage with some people, respond to some comments, respond to some messages. And I get off and I'll go back on probably around 2.30, 3 o'clock today, do another little chunk, and then I'll check in again before bed. And then the phone goes away. Like I'm not just on the feed because it's, it's too much energy for me. I think that difference between being a content creator and a content consumer is something that I've been diving into more because for me, I love being up on the trends and what's going mm -hmm. on and who's talking about what and that's been a hard balance for me. Do you find that you have any tips around, you know, how much do you really consume to stay kind of active and, and with it about what's going on in the community? Yeah. And so it's, a, it's the same thing. So if I'm taking 30 minutes to block out my Instagram, I'm not taking 30 minutes to necessarily post on my stories. Got it. I might post four to five stories that takes me five to 10 minutes max. I'll take five to 10 minutes to respond to comments, messages. And then I take five to 10 minutes to scroll and see what's up. 
Now this doesn't mean that I don't scroll different times throughout the day. Like I might, if I meant like I was at the post office this morning and the line was like out the door. So I was, what was I doing? I was scrolling. I was checking in on all my little platforms that I drive through at Starbucks. Oh, I've got five minutes. I'm sitting here, you know? So there are times where I'll go and I'll, I'll check in. But again, when I ever, I pick up my phone to get on Instagram, the number one question I ask myself is what, in, what is my intention right now? Is my intention to just scroll? Is my intention to respond to comments? Is my intention to check my messages? Is my intention to make my post? So I do always make sure that I ask myself that question because when I was first really trying to understand Instagram, I was spending hours getting lost in the rabbit hole and then sucked into the comparison and all the things that come with social media. And I had to start setting really strict boundaries around myself. So I'm still on the up and up of like, what's going on? Who's launching what? You know, what hashtags right now seem to be producing more engagement. I'm always looking at those things, but again, I'm, I'm taking that and putting it in my 30 minute time block. So if I know that I want 20 minutes to scroll, then I'm going to create my stories and engage with my followers faster. Like I'm not going to dilly dally. And then when the 30 minutes is up, the 30 minutes is up. I've got to move on to whatever that next thing is on my calendar. It's such good advice. And I think this is where we were starting to get into the conversation around because you have this intentional schedule, these time blocks in your day, you then can show up not as a tired, worn out lady Mm -hmm. who's been scrolling Instagram. You can show up as like the bright beaming woman that you are. Yeah. Yeah. The intentionality is key and knowing when I'm going to do it. Right. So like this morning, I was like, well, I was, I had a kind of an interesting morning, like kind of a busy morning today. And I knew like, I got to get my Instagram story in. So I didn't show myself this morning. Like I was like, Oh, I like, I don't feel like being on the Instagram right now. I don't even feel like putting one of those pretty filters on the Instagrams right now. Like I just want, so like I took a quick story of like a box I was packing to ship to New York. And, but again, there was intentionality behind it. I said, what feels good for me right now? What is the boundary that I have for myself right now? I don't want to show my face. I know I'm, you know, going to post this thing because it's actually promoting an event I'm doing and boom, got on, got off and the story's up there and people are liking it and people are responding and people are engaging. So again, that intentionality is everything. And then I can show up as myself authentically. I'm not trying to fake something. I'm not like being like, Oh God, I got to get on Instagram. I got to go like brush my hair and put makeup on. Like I just, I think showing up more as yourself in the presence of who you are in that moment is way more powerful than looking completely perfectly put together. And when you show up as yourself, people just become interested in you. Like this is, I feel like sort of the Kardashian effect in a certain way too, where it's like, they just show up as who they are and then, oh, hey, we're launching this lip kit and it sells out. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, don't we all want to do that? (laughs) It's really funny. You know, um, again, you have to ask yourself what your boundaries are, but I did this Instagram story once from my bathtub. Now, granted, you couldn't see anything. It was like from the neck up and I had a shower cap on and my shower cap was on because I had just gotten my hair done and I like, wasn't supposed to get it wet, like for the color or whatever for like, she said like, don't wash it for like two days. So I'm, you know, paranoid. I had the shower cap on, I'm in the bathtub and I was actually promoting a course at the time. And I did like, you know, seven stories, 15 second stories, like talking about the course, like why I was excited about it. And in that bathtub session, I made quite a bit of money and people were responding like, Oh my God, I love your shower cap. I love how real you are. I looked ridiculous. And I thought, Oh my goodness, like this is a perfect example of what I teach. 
I definitely did not look glamorous. You know, I was just like, in the home. So I remember that one. Yeah. You look chill. And I was like, I want to be sitting in a bathtub <laughs> just chatting about my course. I mean, it's so funny, right? And I don't know whatever happened in that moment. I just got inspired. And I was like, oh my God, I need to talk about this right now in this moment. It wasn't during my Instagram story time block, but I just, I got inspired, picked up the phone. I trusted it. I went with it and it worked, but it worked because I was just being true to who I was in that moment, shower cap and all. Not only that, but multiple people were then messaging me about where I got my shower cap. So I'm like, I really should reach out to this company and be like, Hey, (laughs) you want to like work with me? I'll be a brand ambassador. But you know, little things like that too, where you just show up as who you are and people start to like you and what they're buying is actually you not necessarily what you're selling. So that's such a good thing to remember because I think for a lot of, especially product minded businesses, product focus, you're just thinking like, I have to promote this dress or this mug or this crystal, but really most people could get that stuff anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. They really just want to buy it from you. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I'm always telling my clients like, how you show up in your energy, it's like this infinity circuit, right? So like say a dress, for instance, seven people could potentially be selling that same dress, but what infinity circuit are you connecting your with your audience with. So I like to think like whatever's coming beaming out of me is beaming into them and then it's beaming back to me. Right. So I'm always like, how can I show up in the highest energy of who I am? And like, connect that out to the people watching so that they desire that. And then they connect back into me. So it doesn't matter what you're selling. It's energy. Sales is energy. Sales is energy at the end of the day. Sales is energy. Sales is completely energy. And it's okay if your energy isn't always up and excited and up in your face, because I think I get excited. That's how my energy often shows up. And people Mm -hmm. think I can't be like you, Emily. I'm not like that. And I think you're a great example because you're excited and you're happy, but you show up in a very different way. I feel like than I do, you know, like, and that's important for people to know is that as long as you're being yourself, it doesn't have to be like someone else. Yeah. Well, and I also think it's important too, to like, not that you want to get on your Instagram and be like angry or like sobbing, but also being honest with people. Like I'm not always in the up and up, you know, because I think it's important too, that again, we go back to this kind of topic of authenticity, the more that we can show up as ourselves and even maybe share some of those struggles or share those struggles after the fact also then creates a level of trust again, right? So if sales is energy, I'm going to purchase from people that I like, know, and trust. So how am I building the like, know, and trust factor with my audience, right? They have to know who I am. They have to see me from time to time, right? They have to trust me. And there's things that you can do to build trust, being consistent, sharing similar things over and over, having that same message. So now they're like, oh, I know, like you said, I know what Andy's going to share. I know that there are these themes, right? But then also being honest sometimes about the struggle as well creates this connection in a different way when we can start to be vulnerable. So you may share a struggle and then three days later buy, have a dress that you're selling and someone may buy that dress, not because they love that dress, but because they like you because you were just vulnerable and now they're relating to you in a different level. Yeah. That empathy is really important. I feel like in social media, instead of looking at people as competition or as I want to be like that person as being empathetic of saying, wow, that person who looks gorgeous all the time on their feed, that must be actually really hard to keep up because I don't know who could ever do that. Instead of saying, why are they so perfect all the time? Mm -hmm. You know, I think there's a very different perspective 
in both of those. Cause I hear a lot of women say, Oh, but Instagram's just all the pretty pictures. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's starting to not be all the pretty pictures. And I think that's really good for all of us. Yeah. I mean, there are some of my favorite influencers are the, these women that are posting these photos of themselves, like just body positivity, like all this stuff where I'm like, hell yes. Like we, and I don't even know what, like one woman had like a stationary kit and I like bought, I don't even like write letters. And I'm like, I need her stationary kit because I love her. Like I love her so much. And like, I didn't even need what she was selling, but I I got it because I was like, she's amazing. And I I just, I want to support her. I mean, I'm pretty sure every time I see you, you're like, when can I start my boutique with you? I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, Andy, why do you want a boutique? And you're like, I just want to do it because I like you and we're friends and like, it's fun. You make it so true. I'm like, every time I'm like, I want to launch a boutique. My husband's like, no, you don't. I'm like, I think I do. It's true. true. Like it is like that, but that's the energy, right? It's like your energy I'm like, holy hell, like I, I need that. I want that. I desire that. What do I need to do to be in that energy? It's it's so true. And when I think about people that I've invested with in anything, whether it's a product, a service, it's 99.99999% of the time, it's because of the person and their energy and who they are. It's not really anything else other than that. So good to hear that. So to wrap up, first and foremost, where can we find you on the internet so that we can all follow you? Yes. Instagram, obviously. My Instagram is it's at Andy Love underscore. So A-N-D-E-E-L-O-V-E underscore. And I'm on there every day. And then my website is andylove.com. And that will link you to my Instagram and my Facebook. And yeah, but I would say I'm, at, I'm on Instagram. That's like the best place to find me, to see me, to kind of just get familiar with me and my work and what I do. So good. So let's leave everyone with your number one tip. If you were to like boil every, cause this has been amazing. I mean, I am thinking differently about how I'm going to approach Instagram and I feel like I'm pretty good on it, but I can definitely be better. What is like one thing that you want to give everyone as a takeaway to start doing when they stop listening today, tomorrow? Yeah, I would go on right now and do a story and share one breakthrough that you've had about yourself during this. So whether it's like, oh my gosh, I was just listening to a podcast and I realized that I'm afraid to show up online. And so I'm, I'm showing up online more right now in this moment by sharing this with you. But what is one thing that you could do right now in this moment on your Instagram story that shares some sort of vulnerability and some sort of breakthrough and then some sort of like action for your audience to take? So maybe you encourage them now to go share one thing that they're afraid to share as well on their Instagram story. Tell them to tag you. Why? Because now people are going to start clicking on that. You start resharing their stories. So that's what I would do. And watch the algorithm go absolutely bonkers (laughs) with your visibility. (laughs) So good. Thank you for being here, Andy. I hope everyone goes and follows you because you're amazing. You're amazing too. Thanks for having me. Did you love this episode as much as I did? Head over to iTunes and rate and review the Boost Your Boutique podcast so more amazing and creative boutique owners like you can find out about it. And don't forget, head over to boostyourboutique.com to learn more.